on Locked On SoCal Hockey. Trades? What about trades? And also some log jams between the Kings and the Ducks on today's Locked On SoCal Hockey, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday to all you swinging hep cats out there. I'm your DJ, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm joined once again by Sarah Avampado from Locked On Los Angeles Kings and Locked On NHL. How's it going? You know. Swinging? Sure. Yeah. 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 Because everybody loves a swinging cat. Yeah, a little bit of Disney there. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, You could hear both of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Mm -hmm. Odyssey, Mm -hmm. Podbean. I don't know what that is. One of the other random podcast things out there. Cool. Yeah. 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 Right. So, what do we want to talk about? I don't know. No? You don't know? No. Okay. We have no idea. No, we, we actually do have a little bit of a plan here. So, we've realized that both of our teams have some log jams in certain positions. And the Kings are definitely one of them that has a pretty massive log jam on defense. Wouldn't you say so? I mean, the log jam's ridiculous. Yeah, they have like 40 defensemen for no apparent reason. Yeah. And here's... Who are some of the defensemen? Mikey Anderson, Drew Doughty, to- Toby Bjornfoot, Matt Roy, Alexander Edler, who was just signed, Sean Walker, Oli Mata, his name will come up a little bit later, Christian Wolanin, Kale Clegg, Austin Strand, among others. You got a bit of a logjam there mm-hmm. on defense, don't you? Mm-hmm. There's too many. Too many? Yes. So which six do you think should or will make the team? So I, I, I think first off that the... Well, first, they signed Alex Edler, so they're not going to just jettison him. Yeah. Um, he's, he's there. I mean, unless he turns out to be terrible, to be determined. But he's, he, he's there. We're going to pencil him in for now. Um, obviously, Drew Doughty, Sean Walker, uh, Matt Roy, those guys aren't going anywhere. That's your right side of the defense. Uh, is it possible that you know one of Roy or Walker becomes a trade bait in the future? Yeah. But right now, we need them. Um, on your left side, uh, Mikey Anderson was paired with Drew Doughty the whole year. I would expect that he's going to get the chance to retain that spot. Uh, and then you have Edler, who's on the left. And then you have like 8 million guys fighting for that last spot. Um, and it's probably going to be a little bit of a rotation. Uh, but Toby Bjornfoot, you know, looked increasingly good in every game he played last season. Uh, you have Oli Mata, who exists. I, I Apologies to Olimata, but why? Uh, and then you have he's guys... He's not a bad player. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's not that bad. I mean, I, no, he's not that bad. We'll discuss that later. Yeah. Uh, but you, then you also have guys like Kale Clegg and Austin Strand, who both have had NHL shots and you know performed admirably well for young guys. No love for Willandon. I, I forgot all about him. Um, I'll come back to him. Uh, but... Clegg and Strand both have to go through waivers if they want to be reassigned to the rain. So the Kings have to make the decision of, do you want a chance losing one of them on waivers? Or do you want to make, you know, you can only carry so many defensemen. So they're going to have issues no matter what. And then you have Christian Willannon, who uh, came over in the trade for um, Mike Amadio when they sent him 
to Ottawa. Well, Landon was fine. Uh, he was kind of a, a tweener guy uh, between the Kings, the Reign, and the Taxi Squad, which we currently don't have in this coming season. Uh, he's he's fine. He did kind of up his profile a little bit uh, in playing for Team USA in Men's Worlds over uh, the off season. So maybe he's riding a little bit of that wave, but. Uh, he he feels like a guy they signed because they needed more bodies to expose in the expansion draft than anything else. So out of the left defensemen that you have, you have Toby Bjornfoot, yes. Oli Mata, yes. you have Kale Clegg, mm-hmm. and Will Lennon. Mm-hmm. Out of those four, who do you think would A, make the starting squad, B, pair up with whoever's left? I mean, I think, I think Bjornfoot is in... And I think that Mata is probably your extra defenseman. So you said Mikey Anderson with Drew Doughty. Yes. I would hope that Mikey gets a chance to retain that spot. And yeah. he should. Yeah. Because he was very effective in that role. Yeah. Look at the stretch they had in the middle of the season. I think there was a stretch where the Kings had, I want to say, a five or six game winning streak. They looked really good. Yeah. Until they forgot how to play hockey later. But that's yeah. a different problem. Yeah. But that was an excellent pairing. Mm-hmm. And Drew Doughty, dare I say this, he looked a little bit rejuvenated with Mikey there. And then you have Alexander Edler, presumably with Sean Walker. Mm -hmm. So that leaves Matt Roy with Tobias Bjornfoot. Mm -hmm. What about Ole? I mean, I like Ole Mata there, but I like him a little bit more than you do. Mm -hmm. That's because you didn't watch him mess things up all season. I mean, I kind of did, but there was a lot I liked. (laughs) Hey there. Uh, one other defenseman that I personally liked a lot in that role, Kale Clegg. Mm-hmm. Kale Clegg doesn't really get the notoriety that other players do, but we could talk a little about Kale Clegg, who's another tweener between the mm-hmm. Reign and the LA Kings. Kale Clegg, I thought last season, for what it's worth, he really just blew everyone out of the water in El Segundo last season with his with his defensive play, with his neutral zone play. He looked really good. In those roles in El Segundo. Yeah, I guess. The the and like I, I if you have listened to Locked On Kings, especially when we were talking before the expansion draft, uh Clegg was kind of the guy that a lot of people projected Seattle would take. And then for some reason Seattle took Curtis McDermott. Thank you, Seattle. Uh, <laughs> but you know, Clay Clegg is a player who is still young enough that he's still developing. Defensemen, we all know, take longer to, to get to the top of their game. That's fine. Um, but my, the problem, and I, again, I really like Kale Clegg, and I think that he deserves a shot more so than he's been given. The problem mm-hmm. that I've always had with him from when he was a prospect to now is just the inconsistency. Um, you can watch him two games in a row and you're not going to get the same player. Sometimes you don't get the same player within the same game. So, you know, I, I think that, that that is as much as the fan base likes him and as much as people kind of on the analytics-y kind of side of, of looking at the Kings like Kale Clegg, yeah. the, the inconsistency is what's killing him in terms of getting a full-time NHL spot. And I'll admit it, I am on the analytics side that really likes him a lot more. So, I mean, I will own up to that. That the analytics drive him to be more consistent. But I see what you mean. When he's in L.A., he has those tendencies to get lost (laughs) in the offensive zone. Yes, I've seen that. When he's in Ontario, I see so much growth in him from this year compared to last season. That's where I think Hill Clegg has developed better. 
But is he ready to go up to that next level? I, I'm not so sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, the inconsistencies are still there. So that's kind of the log jam that the LA Kings have on defense. I mean, forwards are fine. Forwards, I think the Kings are pretty much set. I mean, I see Brendan Lemieux there on the fourth line. I know you hate that, but he's there. He he exists for some reason. Like, the Kings are eventually going to have a problem with center, and I think we all know that because they have drafted so many good young centers. But A, that's a problem for future Kings. B, it's a pretty easy problem to solve because you just start converting them to wings, yep. which I think a lot of the players know that that's going to happen to them and they, they're all kind of open to it. But, you know, guys like Kapari and Alex Tricot, like I could easily see them being shifted to wings. But it's a little bit kicking the can down the road because then you're going to have too many players on the wing. But at least... You, you've at least sort of stalled the problem for a little bit. Hey, maybe it could be Grundy time. Maybe it could be an arty party soon enough. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey I'm always down for an arty party. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll be that party time in Ontario. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of party time, let's talk about Rock Auto. I don't know how that <laughs> transition goes in there, but rockauto.com. Hey, maybe you need to get to the arty party down in Ontario ah, and you need a reliable car yeah, exactly. to get to get from LA to Ontario. Exactly. And where are you going to get those parts from? Rockauto.com. Oh, absolutely. You know how long they've been family owned and operated? They have been I've heard, a little bird told me. Oh, oh about no. 20 years. Oh, the bird told you again. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah the bird the told bird. me. Yeah. Okay. So, rockauto.com, they have all the parts your car will ever need. What kind of car do you drive? Are you going to make fun of it on the no, show? No, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. It's a Nissan Juke. Okay, and they have those parts on there, mm-hmm. allegedly. Yeah, yeah yes, you could click. Do. You could click on Nissan, mm-hmm. and then the little subsection has mm-hmm. a Juke, mm-hmm. and they have parts for that, mm-hmm. including wipers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I looked it up once. I know they they have them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little birdie told you that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait. Get the... No, he's not. He's not going to come in today. No. <laughs> but anyway, so head over to RockAuto.com right now, and in the "How did you hear about us?" box, what should they type in? Uh, the locked on sent you. Yeah. So once again, that is rockauto.com. Oh, here's the bird. Okay, go away. (laughs) I've got a bird problem in here, guys. I'm sorry. All all the parts your car will ever need. And this podcast is also brought to you by Direct TV. Does this sound familiar? No, bird, go away. So does it sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Yeah, the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle. And a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the best part, you know what's the best part? No, what? There's no annual contract. Awesome. Yeah, so no, none of these five-year contract oh, deals. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, you know. Sweet. Yeah, who needs those long-term deals anyway? Jerks. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV. Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Watch responsibly. <laughs> I got you there, didn't I? You did, yes. Yes. So we talked about the Kings logjam on defense. The Ducks have their own problem. They have their own little logjam. And what position do you think they have their logjam in? Goaltending. Uh, no. Okay, cool. 
Wait, what? No, one of he retired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Miller. It's no longer Miller time. He retired, sadly. But yes. it was fun while it lasted. No, no more Thin Mints. No, no, that no. was. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, it was a Thin Mints, and then it was like a some candy after that, and then fans started doing that, and then the pandemic happened, which mm-hmm. was sad because yeah. I would have liked to see how far they could take that. But anyway, so not goaltending. It is center. There's a big log jam in center. And unfortunately, it starts with Adam Henrique. And why do you think I'm going to bring him up? Remember all the drama that happened last year? It's like the young and the restless up there. Except the young are Trevor Zegris and Sam Steele. The restless are Ryan Getzloff and Adam Henrique. Yeah, you see what I did there? Yeah. See, you went in a different direction than I thought you were going to go. Oh. Okay, where was I going to go? What do you I think? thought you were going to say the young guys are getting restless because ah. they're not getting the NHL minutes that they should be getting because of guys like Getzloff and um, what's-his-face, the handsome Ooh. one, Adam Henrique. <laughs> I, like I like your style. I like mm-hmm. your thinking. It's a little better a little better than I thought. Well, well you know, that, that's why you're here. Yep. You know, to help me out here. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I need help, guys. <laughs> so I can't do this all by my... Anyway, so... Adam Henrique, who went through all that trouble of getting scratched and healthy scratched and then waved, and you, you know the story. Lather, rinse, repeat. He's still a duck. Can you believe he's still a duck? Who? We, we just talked about this the other day. Who did Seattle take instead of him? Who did Seattle steal from you guys? Hayden Fleury. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was, it was part of that whole trade, and then they got nothing for that trade. Yeah, well, at least neither side got nothing for that trade. That's right, because Carolina, Carolina did lost. not resign Yanni Hockenpah, who just has a really great name to say. Anyway, continue. Yanni Hockenpah. Yes. It's a great name. It is. It is a real hockey name. It is. You know, for a while, you thought that was a fake boy. No, I knew he was a real boy. I knew he was a real boy. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's Buddy Robinson you think is a fake boy. Because he is a fake boy. He's a real life boy. Okay. So Adam Henrique is still there. According to Cat Friendly, fourth line center. How would you feel if you're Adam Henrique and you get demoted all the way to fourth line center? Oh, it's better than being scratched. Or waved. Yeah. Let's see what happens there. And then you have Ryan Getzloff in center. You have Isaac Lundestrom, who is typically a center, not a left wing, but he plays a lot of center. Then you have Trevor's. So this is what bugs me. They have Max Comtois as left wing. Comtois plays more center. They have Trevor Zegras, who they've tried to convert to center. But Zegras, as we've discussed last year, Zegras is just fine in wing, right? Yeah. I mean, why? why if it's not broke, don't fix it or whatever. Yeah. yeah, you remember the World Juniors, right? Right. He killed it of course. on wing. You remember the first half of the San Diego season last year? He was killing everybody. I'd rather not remember it, but here we are. Yeah. And then Sam Steele, who we'll talk about later, still in center. Mm-hmm. So... Who who's the odd man out? Troy Terry's kind of out. Derek Grant. It says center right wing. Derek Grant is a center. That's the hashtag elite one C. Yeah, and I feel like that's part of the part of the problem with you know when any any of these analytics sites try to do depth chart kind of things is like they're kind of right but kind of not right. Um, and yeah, players don't always get slotted where they're supposed to. And my favorite is how a lot of sites keep insisting that Alex Iafalo is a center. Oh my god! Because he has played center, I think, in college, but like very briefly. And he's even admitted, like, I don't know why that's there. Yeah. So these sites don't always categorize guys, right? Like, is Ryan Getzloff really your number one center? Um. Oh no. 
Um, oh. Hmm. Okay, I will speak on this. Ryan Getzloff is an analytics darling. I mm-hmm. put up a little stat on the LO underscore Ducks Twitter mm-hmm. that he's very good at those 50-50 pucks. In fact, guess what? The Ducks are number one on something. L- losing? <laughs> Oh my god. No, that's Buffalo. I'm sorry. That was mean. Wow, that was mean. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm leaving this in, but that was mean. I don't know what to say. You want to talk for the next minute? Because I'm stunned right now. That was mean. To who? <laughs> There's one team worse. Who was worse than the... Was it... Who... Anyway, so... No, wait, who was worse than Buffalo? Okay, good points. <laughs> no, you know who should have been worse is New Jersey. They oh, were bad. Well, yeah. They were horrible. Or Ottawa. No, Ottawa has promise. Are you saying the Ducks have no promise? Uh, you, I mean, you do. You have you have good boys with Zegers and Drysdale and whoever the heck you drafted this year. Y- like, I'll give you that much. Yeah, but you know who's still the coach, right? Well, that's that's a problem for future Ducks. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to I want to give Ryan Gesloff some credit, yeah. and this is according to Jay Fresh Hockey in stat using in stat hockey track stats. So the puck battle win percentage among all forwards, Ryan Gesloff was number one. Hooray! They did a thing. Yeah. Getzy has fifty seven point two percent puck battle wins. That's not bad. You know which former king is on there. Who I think is underrated is Nick Dowd. Oh, Nick I, Dowd. Nick Dowd. I, I I miss Nick. I miss Nick Dowd. I miss Nick Dowd's dog. Oh, I love his dog. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's just a great, great family. Austin Matthews is second. Teddy Bluegers is third. Hmm. Yeah, how about that? And someone else who's an analytics darling, Alexander Barkov, is right there. Oh, wow. But going back to Ryan Getzloff, yes, he is the number one center for the Ducks. Okay. He's good at puck battles. Okay. He's one of the best face-off centers. Mm-hmm. His face-off numbers are always above 50%, mm-hmm. above 52% even. So mm-hmm. he's among the league leaders in face-offs for what it's worth, I guess. Adam Henrique is still an adequate center. He, he's more than an aqueduct center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, he was the captain for Team USA yes. and Worlds, and he did captain that team to gold. Yeah. And tried to help out Max Comtois, who mm-hmm. should be a higher center, but isn't. Mm-hmm. Sam Steele should be higher, but he gets a short end of the stick all the time. Mm-hmm. And they really don't use him all that properly. They really don't. So who else is left? Oh, Derek Grant. Derek Grant. I, I know I use the hashtag Elite 1C, but he's your fourth line center. No matter what, he's there for depth. He wins the faceoffs. He serves a purpose. And there it is. And then Trevor Zegris, might he make the team? Hmm. Hmm. Do you think he'll make it? I think that, I mean, I, I don't know enough about who all of your people are, but I could easily see a situation where he doesn't make the team right away because of, uh, you know, cap stuff where they need to move other people around or whatever, and then comes up a little bit later. I don't I don't um, think cap stuff's going to be worried. I think the worry's going to be, Oh, where do you put the other centers at? Right. Like, where do you put Jakob Silverberg? Where do you put Sanker? Where do you put Sonny Milano? Milano's coming back. Is he, like... Sure, he's coming back, but... I... I, I how, has he ever been in NHL regular the entire season? 
Um, he was in 2020, and then everything shut down. Yeah, like he's always just been such a tweener for me. Um, and in addition to the fact that he's always hurt. Yeah. So I like I don't know that I would be factoring Sonny Milano into anything. Like if you get him and he's healthy, great. But I can't see him win like winning a spot on the team. Okay, so let's go through the center. So you have Lundestrom, who is mostly center, Ryan Getzloff, Max Comtois, Trevor Zegris, Sam Steele, Adam Henrique, Derek Grant. That's seven centers right there. That's a lot. I mean, why don't you take a page from the King's book and start making some of them wings? Yeah. Maybe Trevor Zegris should be wing after all. Yes. And Sam Steele would never be a wing. So, hmm, maybe a trade could be in order, you know? It could be. I mean, maybe a hypothetical trade. Yeah. But I mean... You know, the Kings have a logjam on defense. Mm-hmm. The Ducks only have five defensemen signed. Why? I don't know. That's horrible. That's why we talked about... You know, uh, that's why I talked about What's-His-Face yesterday. Who's What's-His-Face? Oh, you know, that Eric guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. that, that, that Gustafson guy. You're making fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. Hey, you, you said your thing earlier. <laughs> you were mean earlier. So, hmm, maybe a hypothetical trade? I mean, what do you think? You want to make a hypothetical trade? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. After this break. Okay, cool. After this brief word from Built Bar. Hey, we love Built Bar we around do, here. yes. Yeah, what's your... I mean, you love the cookie dough. You love cookies mm-hmm. and cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're healthy for you. They are. Yeah. Do you know how many calories are in each Built Bar? I do not. 130. What? Yeah, so huh. little. Yeah, you know how many grams of protein they have i do not 17 grams that's a lot i think yeah you know how much is a little amount of sugar no four grams of sugar oh man four one two three four mm-hmm. that's the amount of centers that should be on each team <laughs> so four grams of sugar and several fantastic flavors out there they taste like a candy bar i mean you can vouch for them they're delicious absolutely yeah so head over to built.com and what's the promo code they should use? They should use the promo code LOCKED15. Hey, what'll that get you? Uh, that's going to get you a 15, 15% discount on your uh, your order Yeah, with Built.com. Yeah. So once again, Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Please eat responsibly. <laughs> All right. And this is also brought to you by BetOnline.ag. You know what's in full swing right now? Um lacrosse lacrosse is in full swing you know really that was a guess no they're they're going on right now okay the pll they're starting up cool you know go go san diego seals i think is the team down there yes i follow lacrosse no not really but sort of they play at the pachanga arena i have to give them some credit so the lacrosse league is starting up right now but you know what else is a full swing is baseball yeah yeah you know, uh, Los Doyers and Los Gigantes, oh, yeah. they're in it. You know, they're that whole thing. Um, the Cubs. Anyway, so, hey, the White Sox. I mean, well, anyway, so baseball's in full swing. Hey, you know what's starting soon? Uh, no. Hockey. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, hockey. Yeah, hockey starting, basketball starting pretty soon. Football, I think, started. I, I, football started, right? Maybe? Yeah, I, I think, think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we don't follow football that much. No. But you can check out all the sports on betonline.ag. And it's the one place that has you covered the one place we trust. And what's the promo code for betonline.ag? It is promo code locked on. Yes. And what will that get you? A really cool discount. Not a discount. A bonus. A really cool bonus. It's a 50% welcome bonus. So if I were to deposit $360, you'd get a $180 bonus. That's pretty cool. Once again, 
Go yeah. ahead. I was going to make fun of you for math, but you can go ahead. Oh, thank you. That is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of TLOPN. And what should they do, Sarah? Uh, they should eat responsibly. They should eat responsibly and also gamble responsibly. <laughs> so let's talk some hypothetical trades yes. here. You need, well, you don't need, but you need to get rid of that log gem on defense. I'd prefer to, yes. Prefer or at to. least start to like move them on out. Yeah. So there was a defenseman that I liked there. I I like Oli Mata. I mean, I know you've said... Can you tell me what you like about him? Because I, I don't... He seems like a nice young man, but that's all I've got. Well, first off, the Ducks need someone on left defense. That's primarily why. I mean, I don't like having Jacob Larson there. <laughs> Let's be honest. Jacob Larson is among the bottom in a ton of analytics categories. If you look up the Jay Fresh Twitter, you'll see Larson's name down there a lot. You'll also see Kevin Shattenkirk's name down there a lot. But you cannot move Kevin Shattenkirk because he has that massive contract, that 3.9 for the next two seasons. Larson is one year left and 1.2, so that's a little more easily movable. But then after that, who do you have? Jamie Drysdale? You want to throw him to the Wolves again? I don't. Josh Mahura? I don't know. You know who they have up there is Cody Curran. Great shot, but throw him to the Wolves? I still don't even... Cody Curran is also not a real person. Cody Curran is one of those players that you want to root for. Just because he's been around for so long. Like, I want to root for him. I seriously don't know that I've ever heard of him before this. <sighs> I will send pictures. So, Cody Curran. <laughs> if his family's listening out there. Uh, Sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure he's a nice boy. I just don't watch the gulls more than I have to. That's fine. So, no, the reason I like Olimata, probably more than you do, is I like his neutral zone play. He at least will get the puck across the neutral zone and not just turn it over 110 billion times. That's what I like about him the best. At least you need someone to drive the puck a little bit. Yes, there are some other aspects of his game that could use work. I'll own to that. But just the base, like the basic stuff, like just get it out. Like he's fine with that for what it's worth. And maybe the Ducks could use someone like an Olimata, maybe. And they could eat up some of that contract because the Ducks have 20 mil in cap space. It's not a problem. You could take on that contract, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, here's one, one year left, so... Yeah. So what is it that you don't like about Olimata? Um, I find his defensive positioning suspect. Yeah. Um, he His feet his feet and his brain don't line up, and both of them do not move the game fast enough like you know because there's always some guys where you're like oh you can tell that they're thinking the game fast but their body can't do it Mm -hmm. no offense to Olimata but I don't feel like he is either playing or thinking the game at the speed required Um, I I just feel like there's a lot of just unawareness of what's happening Um, there and and some of it I, I will I will give him credit and say that some of it can probably be chalked up to learning a new system, to trying to adapt to what you know what Todd McClellan wants. They briefly, disastrously tried to play him with Drew Doughty for some really stupid reason yeah, that I don't know that? why they they even thought that was the thing. But so I, some some of his issues could have just been because he had to learn a whole new way of playing, and Todd McClellan has very specific things that he wants. But I just didn't see enough from him to 
you know, make me think that he should be a regular in the lineup. And he was a healthy scratch a lot. And McClellan even kind of said, yeah, it's because he's having a hard time picking up what's going on here. Uh, so, you know, that that's disappointing for, I, I, I feel like, I feel like when the Kings signed him, I, or traded for him, actually, I was like, did you only watch him in the playoffs with Chicago? Because <laughs> he looked great in that like brief yes. bubble playoff game series thing. But I was like, have you watched the rest of his body of work in the past couple of years? But then have you watched Jacob Larson over the last couple of years? I've probably been forced to. Yeah, you, you shouldn't be forced to because um, he's he's worse on defensive positioning. He looks lost out there, especially when you paired him up, you know, the brief title with Josh Manson. And Josh Manson tried to, you know, make up for his shortcomings and all that stuff on defense. It was it was bad, if not worse, than Ole Mata. So would I rather have Mata than Jacob Larson? A hundred times, yes! Absolutely, I would take him in a heartbeat. So let, let's say, hypothetically, you know, the Kings want to dump off Ole Mata to the Ducks. I mean, the Ducks have a log jam on center. There was a couple centers that you liked there, but what was one that you want to see maybe head on out? Uh, Trevor Zegris. Can you give uh, him to no, me? No, not Trevor Zegris. Uh. No. Well, we, we had talked, aside from Trevor Zegris, about uh, Sam Steele. And I, I realized that earlier in the show, I, I did talk about the fact that the Kings also have a logjam on center. But I'm willing to accept taking part of your logjam on center if it means that I get rid of some of my defensive problems. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that Sam Steele has potential. I, I think that he kind of could fit into your sort of bottom six guy role i think you can move him to a wing and it'll be fine he's been Um, the talk of many trade rumors over the past few years right he he has not really been i I think you even said like not utilized correctly by the ducks in general and is a guy who could probably use a fresh start somewhere else anyway Mm -hmm. so you know why why not why not i mean honestly it feels like He's kind of passed by the Ducks, or the Ducks have mm-hmm. passed him by. Mm-hmm. He clearly does not work in the system with Dallas Eakins. The the two, I guess they just don't mesh well together because mm-hmm. Sam Steele has had a largely disappointing couple of seasons. I'm going to look at his stats very quickly. Uh, he's only got 12 points last season and 22 points the previous season. Not exactly mind-blowing numbers for a center. And even before that, 11 points. But he just has not fit well in that system. AHL, he's flourished in the American Hockey League. Maybe he's too much of a tweener. Mm-hmm. Or he just doesn't fit well in that system. But given that some experts, and by some experts, I'm not going to name names, who have said, oh, Samson's going to bust out this season and score 35 to 40 points. They were way off on that. Yeah. He only scored 12. So when I look at Sam Steele... I see a lot of unfulfilled promise, and he maybe just needs a fresh start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I mean, I, I like I look at it as, um, and, and I, I haven't seen too much of Sam Steele play, so I can't you know, t- tell you entirely, you know, his, his player profile or whatever. But I'm like, if I if I could swap him for Austin Wagner, who does nothing but be fast and not score goals, hmm. like, you know, it, it's at least trying something different. Um, you know, there, there are the, the Kings bottom six is kind of littered with guys who are okay, yeah. but not 
nothing special in, in, in a hockey way. I'm sure they're special as humans. Uh, but, it, it, yeah, it might be time for fresh new scenery for lots of people. And why not? Yeah. I mean, I wish we could talk more about this, but we, we promised ourselves we'd keep it a tight amount of time. But it's it's a good subject to talk about. You know, we could leave it to the fans. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to hear from you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, what would be a decent, you know, trade-off for this? Who would you want to see off this logjam on D for the Kings? Who would you want to see off this logjam of center for the Ducks? Let us know. You know, tweet at us. You could tweet at Sarah at Locked on LA Kings. You could tweet at me at LO underscore Ducks. Let us know who you think. Like, what should both teams do about these logjams on their respective positions? Because we, we want to hear from you guys. We love hearing, like, these kind of, like, wacky hockey around this time of year because... You know. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? I love wacky things. So do I. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, speaking of wacky things, uh, this podcast is locked on Anaheim Ducks. You could find this podcast at LO underscore Ducks, as I mentioned. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, if I, you know, put my mind to it, I take a step at a time, then I could do anything that I want to do. I don't know where that came in, but... That's surely a reference to something that I just don't get. Anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah, uh, Locked on Kings, which is also this podcast that you're listening to, is available, uh, as we said, at Locked on LA Kings on Twitter, Locked on Kings. Wherever you get your podcasts, you have to search for Locked on Los Angeles Kings. Otherwise, you get the Sacramento basketball people, uh, which is also a team that experiences sadness frequently. So, you know, it might not really be that different in terms of content, but Locked on LA Kings available wherever you get your podcasts so make sure you go and uh, subscribe to both of our shows and leave ratings for both of our shows on your podcast app of yeah. choice to see how great we are yeah. five stars yes exactly yeah, yeah five stars mm-hmm. or or two if you don't anyway no don't suggest <laughs> I'm kidding, that I'm kidding. don't put that idea out there I kid <laughs> so again thank you all for listening it's greatly appreciated and yeah good show Let, let's yeah let's come go. back next time for more hockey talk here on uh, Locked on Anaheim, Los Angeles, Ducks, Kings. Yeah, we got one more thing to talk about on this we list. We do? Oh, no. Yeah, we have to talk but about... But we're out of time. I mean, not today, but... What is that? I can't read odds. it. Oh. Yeah. Well... Yeah, we're, we're going to have a little bit of fun with that one. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Numbers, guys. Numbers. Anyway. Well, anyway. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, please. Uh, oh, yeah, I got to do the little ending. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks and Locked On LA Kings, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez. I'm also Sarah Avampato. <laughs> Saying have a good rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and... Eat responsibly. <laughs> Ducks and Kings and Gulls and all that fly together. Uh, have a good one, everyone. Mm-hmm.